Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good afternoon. Um, this morning, the president has uh, spoken to Leader McConnell, uh, to Speaker Ryan, to Leader McCarthy. Uh, he also received updates from Secretary Nielsen about the impacts of payments, not salary, not going to our border agents. He also spoke with Secretary Mattis, who gave him an update about 90,000 National Guardsmen and 20,000 Army Reservists who have had their training canceled because of the government shutdown. Additionally, additional costs that they've had to incur, including they have to pick up their own pay and travel costs. Um, we stand here ready to sign the bill that the House passed last night, anxious to keep the government open, or I should say to reopen the government. The White House position, though, remains the same, that we will not negotiate the status of 690,000 unlawful immigrants, while hundreds of millions of taxpaying Americans, including hundreds of thousands of our troops in uniform and border agents protecting our country, are held hostage by Senate Democrats. We continue to remain anxious to reach a deal on DACA, and we look forward to resuming those negotiations as soon as the Senate Democrats reopen the government. The reality, though, that is difficult for, I think, many Americans to understand is if you put forward a bill that continues funding the government, reauthorizes health insurance for 9 million children, provides a relief of taxes that Democrats and Republicans support on a bipartisan basis, the rationale for shutting down the government over a bill that Republicans and Democrats agree with on the basis of saying we will not, we will not negotiate, we will not reach a, a resolution to open the government until there is a solution on a tangential issue that remains plenty of time to be solved. I think a lot of Americans have a hard time understanding how you make the argument of why we're not going to pay our men and women in uniform, our agents serving on the border in order to try to resolve an issue that we also want to resolve related to unlawful residents. We look forward, I think, that the Senate Majority Leader is going to offer, as you know, has already offered, an a continuing resolution that goes to three weeks instead of the original four weeks. We look forward to that vote. We hope that uh, Senate Democrats will yield and accept that their position is unreasonable and reopen the government to make sure that our men and women in uniform continue to get paid. Director of OMB, Mick Mulvaney, is here to address the status of the update and how it's impacting government agencies, and then we'll take a few questions. Uh, good morning, good afternoon. Uh, a couple different things. Walk through some of the, um, how a, a lapse in appropriations, a, a shutdown works. Keep in mind, those, the, the, the technical term, the legal term is actually a lapse Inappropriation. So when you saw the notices go out today, they reference a lapse. Um, that is the formal name 
for the shutdown. Um, this morning, early this morning, uh, federal workers got notices from their various agencies as to whether they were uh, exempt or furloughed employees. Um, they sort of fell into three categories. Either you were exempt and you were to come to work either today or Monday, depending on your ordinary work schedule. Um, you were absolutely furloughed, in which case you were not to come to work uh, beginning today and going over into Monday. Or there's actually another group of people that would show up for a few hours on Monday or today, up to four hours, in order to close down shop or prepare for uh, for the, the lapse. So those notices um, went out today. I mentioned yesterday um, that this... Um, shut down this lapse would look different um, than it did in 2013. We're already seeing evidence of that. I want to walk you folks through a, a couple ways. It's already different. Uh, in 2013, um, most of the EPA shut down uh, immediately during the uh, during the uh, the lapse. Um, EPA this year, consistent with OMB guidance and direction from the president, um, is using its unobligated balances, what we call those carry-forward funds. Um, most of the agency will remain open, uh, unlike uh, several years ago. Mine safety inspection, the number of inspectors um, uh, that uh, will be on the job for mine safety inspections will increase from 25% of the total in 2013 to 50%. Here again, part of the administration's uh, intentional plan to use um, uh, unobligated funds that are already at the agency, something the previous administration did not emphasize. Cybersecurity. Agencies will ensure that staff working on the maintenance and safeguarding of IT systems uh, will continue to work during the lapse and that systems will continue to get their critical updates. National parks, you may have already noticed that um, the parks, national monuments, private concessions, private concessions that serve them uh, are open. As I mentioned yesterday, won't be picking up the trash or um, or cleaning the, the, the bathrooms. Um, number five, trade negotiations. During the last shutdown, I think the Obama administration canceled um, a, a few very high-level trade negotiations. Um, by contrast, this year the USTR uh, will use its funding flexibilities. We talked again about that, the, the ability to use carry-forward funds, ability to use transfer of funds from one account to another um, in order to continue uh, round six of the NAFTA negotiations later this week. Finally, uh, last example I have is that the uh, Merchant Marine Academy uh, was closed during the 2013 shutdown. We'll stay open. Uh, there's another important example that doesn't compare apples to apples to 2013, but it is sort of evidence of how we're managing this differently um, than the Democrats did during the 2013 shutdown. Um, after working closely um, with, the, with the White House, with OMB, to review the exceptions allowed in the law for agencies to continue to operate if their work is necessary to protect life and safety, <laughs> Um, the CDC has announced this morning they will continue uh, immediate response work and surveillance to protect uh, Americans from seasonal uh, influenza. So uh, we'll have continued updates on that uh, either later today or tomorrow as to how the shutdown, how the lapse, if it continues, um, is managed. With that, I think we'll take a couple of questions. Gentlemen in the back. Yes, uh, sir. Sure. Uh, I'm wondering how concerned you are that um, if we look at social media, Twitter, hashtags trending, that Trump shutdown seems to be far surpassing Democrat shutdown or GOP shutdown. How concerned are you that the onus of this uh, by the public seems to be on the president? Uh, my favorite is still the Schumer shutdown. So um, it's got that nice little ring to it, doesn't it? So yes, sir. Uh, speaking of Senator Schumer. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.